Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. Recently, the letter that Osama bin Laden wrote soon after his 9-11 attacks on America has been going around, well, over 20 years later. (laughs) Yeah, it's entitled A Letter to America, and many young people have been using it to justify the terror attacks on Israel on October 7th. So I wanted to go through it today and see if it really does help justify terrorism. The Guardian actually had it on their website, but has since actually taken it down. We we don't have time to read it all today, but it does start out by saying this. It says, in the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful, quote, permission to fight against disbelievers is given to those believers who are fought against because they have been wronged and surely Allah is able to give them, the believers, victory. That's from the Quran, directly from 2239. Here's another quote from the Quran. Those who believe fight in the cause of Allah, and those who disbelieve fight the cause of Taghut, which is anything worshipped other than than Allah. It's kind of like they're Satan. It says, So fight you against the friends of Satan, uh, ever feeble is indeed the plot of Satan. That's Quran 476. These are just two of the passages in the Quran that instruct Muslims to actually kill non-Muslims. So don't let anybody tell you it doesn't actually say that. Some American writers, this is what he goes on to say, some American writers have published articles under the title, On What Basis Are We Fighting? These articles have generated a number of responses, some of which adhered to the truth and were based on Islamic law, others which have not. Here, we want to outline the truth as an explanation and warning, hoping for Allah's reward, seeking success and support from Him. While seeking Allah's help, we form our reply based on two questions directed at the Americans. Question number one, why are we fighting and opposing you? Question number two, what are we calling you to and what do we want from you? As for the first question, we are uh, why we are fighting and opposing you, the answer is very simple. Number one, because you attacked us and continue to attack us. You attacked us in Palestine, Palestine, which has sunk under military uh, occupation for more than 80 years. The British handed over Palestine with your help to your uh, and support to the Jews to have occupied it for more than 50 years, years overflowing with oppression, tyranny, crimes, killing, expulsion, uh, destruction and devastation. The creation and continuation of Israel is one of the greatest crimes, and you are the leaders of its criminals. And of course, there is no need to explain and prove the degree of America, American support for Israel. The creation of Israel is a crime, 
which must be erased. Each and every person whose hands have become polluted in the uh, contribution towards this crime must pay its price and pay for it heavily. Now, I would say, except my Bible tells me that, that God gave Israel their land a lot longer than 80 years ago. So, so it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't the Jewish people that were colonializing or, or taking over uh, this land. Uh, kind of the opposite actually here. And it is not the Jews that are terrorizing the citizens of this area. But just as if Bin Laden was listening to me, he says this. He says, it brings us both laughter and tears to see that you have not yet tired of repeating your fabricated lies that the Jews have a historical right to Palestine, as it was promised to them in the Torah. Anyone who disputes with them on this alleged fact is accused of anti-Semitism. This is one of the most fallacious, widely circulated fabrications in history. The people of Palestine are pure Arabs and original Semites. It is the Muslims who are the inheritors of Moses, peace be upon him, and the inheritors of the real Torah that has not been changed. Muslims believe in all of the prophets, including Abraham, Moses, Jesus, and Muhammad, Peace be, uh, peace and blessings of Allah be upon all of them. If the followers of Moses have been promised a right to Palestine in the Torah, then the Muslims are the most worthy nation of this. When the Muslims conquered Palestine and drove out the Romans, Palestine and Jerusalem returned to Islam, the religion of all the prophets, peace be upon them. Therefore, the call to a historical right to Palestine cannot be raised against the Islamic Yuma that believes in all the prophets of Allah, peace and blessings be upon them, and we make no distinction between them. So, so do you see? Islam does believe in Jesus, but only as a prophet. Isn't that interesting? He says the blood pouring out of Palestine must be equally revenged. You must know that the Palestinians do not cry alone. Their women are not widowed alone. Their sons are not orphaned alone. You attacked us in Somalia. You supported the Russian um, autocracies against us in Chechnya, the Indian oppression against us in uh, Kashmir, and the Jewish uh, aggression against us in Lebanon. So you see... you. It is interesting that there is no mention here of why military action had to be taken place in these areas. He just says we attacked him. No mention of the, the terrorism and the constant attacks, you know, and, and the atrocities of, of, the, of the Muslims here. But let's continue. Under your supervision, consent and orders, the governments of our countries, which act as your agents, attack us on a daily basis. These governments prevent our people from establishing the Islamic Sharia using violence and lies to do so. These governments give us a taste of humiliation and places us in a large prison of fear and subdual. 
These governments steal our Yuma's wealth and sell them to you at a paltry price. These governments have surrendered to the Jews and handed them most of Palestine, acknowledging the existence of their state over the dismembered limbs of their own people. The removal of these governments is an obligation upon us and a necessity and a necessary step to free the Yuma, to make the Sharia the supreme law and to remain and, and regain Palestine. And our fight against these governments is not separate from our fight against you. So, so, so to summarize his point here, the point that he's making here is because we support governments that won't set up Sharia law, then that means that they can kill us. That's his point. He says, you steal our wealth and oil at paltry prices because of you international influence and military threats. This theft is indeed the biggest theft ever witnessed by mankind in the history of the world. Your forces occupy our countries. You spread your military bases throughout them. You corrupt our lands. You besiege our sanctuaries to protect the security of the Jews and to ensure the continuality of your pillage of our treasures. Ah, yes. We are stealing from them by buying the things that they are selling. Okay, not following him here. But he does go on and he says, you have starved the Muslims in Iraq where children die every day. It is a wonder that more than 1.5 million Iraqi children have died as a result of your sanctions. And you did not show concern. Yet when 3000 of your people died, the entire world rises and has not yet sat down. Yeah. Okay. There were children dying in Iraq. It wasn't because of us. Okay. Um, <laughs> If if you saw the way that the, the hierarchy there was living, that wasn't because of us. It wasn't because, I mean, they're the ones where, that were selling the oil, right? They were the ones raking in the money. Uh, it, but in some in some aspects, I I actually agree with him a little bit here. Sanctions do not work against dictators like the ones that were in at, at that time in control. Obviously, Saddam Hussein. Sanctions that liberals love to push do not work against tyrants. He says, you have supported the Jews in their idea that Jerusalem is their eternal capital and agree to move your embassy there. And we actually did under Trump. <laughs> With your help and under your pro uh, protection, the Israelites are, plan uh, are planning to destroy the Al-Qaeda mosque under the the protection of your weapons. Sharon uh, entered the Al-Aseka uh, mosque to pollute it as a preparation to capture and destroy it. Um, and you know what? Just this week, right? We, we saw that Muslims like those that are, that, that he is right here, those that are uh, Hamas, the same, they go along the same thing. They fired rockets at that, at, at their own mosque. It was Israel that spared it by shooting down the rockets. So obviously he's wrong. 
But he does continue, and he says, These tragedies and calamities are only a few examples of your oppression and uh, aggression against us. It is commanded by our religion and intellect that the oppressed have the right to return, return the aggression. Do not await anything from us but jihad, resistance, and revenge. Is it in any way rational to expect that after America has attacked us for more than half a century, that we will then leave her to live in security and peace? <laughs> okay, again, again, you see how bin Laden justifies his actions with these imaginary facts. I mean, the fact that we're attacking him by allowing Israel to be its own country just makes absolutely no sense. And he says, you may then dispute that all the above does not justify aggression against civilians for crimes they did not commit and offenses in which they did not partake. This agreement contradicts your uh, continuous reputation that America is the land of freedom and its leaders in this world. Therefore, the American people are the ones who chose their government by way of their own free will, a choice which stems from the agreement to its policies. Thus, the American people have chosen, consented to, and affirmed their support for the Israeli oppression of the Palestinians, the occupation and the um, usurpation of their land, and its conscious killing torture, punishment, and expulsion of the Palestinians. The American people have the ability and choice to refuse the policies of their government and even to change it if they want. The American people are the ones who pay the taxes which fund the planes that bomb us in Afghanistan, the tanks that strike and destroy our homes in Palestine, the armies which occupy our land in the Arabian Gulf, and the fleets which ensure the blockade of Iraq. These tax dollars are given to Israel for it to continue to attack us and, and uh, penetrate our lands. So the American people are the ones who fund the attacks against us, and they are the ones who oversee the expenditure of those monies in the way they wish through the elected candidates. This, this, you know, this is the very argument that Hamas is using to justify the atrocities that they're doing, both to Jewish citizens and their own citizens. But he says, also, the American army is part of the American people. It is this very same people who are shamelessly helping the Jews fight against us. Against us. You know, it is the, actually is this very point. I want to make this point here. It is that very point. You see how he is saying that what is happening here that is it, it's justified to kill civilians because they're a part of what's happening. Uh, they're they're make they're making the military do it. Uh, they're supporting the military in doing it and all this kind of stuff. Even if that was true, and it's not, but even if it was true, okay, here is. He is justifying the killing of civilians. And if that was true, we could just wipe out all of Hamas because most of, of the, the citizens uh, of, of Gaza, they support Hamas. So can we just wipe them out? 
I mean, that, that makes absolutely no sense. But he says the American people are the ones who employ both their men and their women in the American forces which attack us. This is why the American people cannot be um, not in innocent of all the crimes committed by the Americans and the Jews against us. Allah, the Almighty, legislated the permission and the option to take revenge. Thus, if we are attacked, then we have the right to attack back. Whoever has destroyed our villages and towns, then we have the right to destroy their villages and towns. Whoever has has stolen our wealth, then we have the right to destroy their economy. And whoever has killed our citizens, then we have the right to kill theirs. So again, you see here, he is saying that revenge is justified because of crimes that are being done to them. But I ask, what are those crimes? I mean, Muslims continue to terrorize, and the the Jews continue to defend themselves. I mean, Gaza was operated solely under Muslim control. Israel didn't had had completely completely taken their hands off that area, and even other Muslim countries didn't want to take them in because they knew they're terrorists. But he continues. He says the American government and press will still refuse to answer the question: Why did they attack us in New York and Washington? If Sharon is a man of peace in the eyes of Bush, then we are also men of peace. America does not understand the language of manners and principles. We are addressing it using the language it understands. And question number two, as for the second question that we want to answer, what are we calling you to and what do we want from you? The first thing that we are calling you to is Islam, the religion and the Unification of God, of freedom from the associated partners, associating partners with him, and rejection of this, of complete love of him, the exalted, of complete submission to his laws, and of the discarding of all the opinions, orders, theories, and religions which contradict with the religion he sent down to his prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, I, uh, Islam is the religion of all the prophets and makes no distinction between them. Peace be upon them. <laughs> so he's, he's making a case that everybody needs to be an, a, a Muslim. They need to be following Islam. And if they don't, then they can be killed. It is to this religion, he says, that we call you the seal of all the previous religions. The, it is the religion of unification of God, sincerity, sincerity, the best of manners, righteousness, mercy, honor, purity, and piety. It is the religion of showing kindness to others, establishing justice between them, granting them their rights, and defending the oppressed and the persecuted. He, he, he sounded like a like a progressive here, like a, even even a progressive Christian. It is the religion of enjoining the good and the forbidding the evil with, with the hand, tongue, and heart. It is the religion of jihad in the way of Allah, so that Allah's word and religion reign supreme. It is the religion of unity and agreement on the uh, obedience to Allah and totally, total uh, equality between all people without regarding their color, sex, 
or language. So, so, so if you if you're not devoted a, a devoted Muslim, then you are to to be exacted revenge upon. It, he goes on to say it is the religion whose book, the Quran, will uh, remain preserved and unchanged after other divine books and messages have been changed. The Quran is the miracle upon the day of judgment. Allah has challenged anyone to bring a book like the Quran or even 10 verses like it. I can give you the whole Bible. But anyway, the second thing he says we call you to is to stop your oppression, lies, immorality, and debauchery that has spread among you. We call you to be a people of manners, principles, honor, and purity, to reject the immoral acts of uh, fornication and homosexuality, intoxicants, gambling, and trading with interests. Interest. See... What's interesting here, this is what groups like Gays for Palestine don't understand. If Palestinians actually got their way here, their heads, the, the gays' heads, would be the first to roll. But he says, we call you to all of this that you may be freed from that which you have become caught up in. That you may be freed from the deceptive lies that you are a great nation, that your leaders spread amongst you to conceal from you the despicable state to which you have reached. Wow. This is where he actually starts to, to sound like a liberal. <laughs> you know, oh, you're not living in a great country. America's terrible. He says, it is, it is saddening to tell you that you are the worst civilization witnessed by the history of mankind. <laughs> yeah. You are the nation who, rather than ruling by Sharia of Allah in its constitution and laws, choose to invent your own laws as you will and desire. You separate religion from your policies, contradicting the pure nature which infirms absolute authority to the Lord and your Creator. You flee from the embarrassing question posed to you. How is it possible for a law the Almighty to create His creation? Grant them the power over all the creatures of the land. Grant them all amenities of life, and then deny them that which they are most in need of knowledge of the laws which govern their lives. If you are the nation that permits usury, see, he, 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 one of the reasons they, they hit the uh, 9-11, uh, on 9-11, the towers, is because that was the financial institution um, where a lot of financial institutions based uh, their, uh, their offices out of. And he, he's, he goes in this whole thing of, of really hating uh, usury, type of things, um, uh, you know, interest and all that kind of stuff, which he's already mentioned. But he says, you are the nation that permits usury, which has been forbidden by all the religions. Yet you build your economy and investments upon usury. As a result of this, in all its different forms of guises, the Jews have taken control of your economy through which they have taken control of your media and now control all aspects of your life, making you the servants and achieving their aims at your expense. Precisely what Benjamin Franklin warned you against. 
So, so the Jews control everything, according to him. And now he's starting to sound like Nazi Germany. But anyway, you are a nation that permits the pro uh, production, the trading and usage of intoxicants. You also permit drugs and only forbid the trade of them, even though your nation is the largest consumer of them. Well, there's many states that have legalized drugs now, so you know we don't forbid the trade of them. Uh, you are a nation that permits acts of immorality, and you consider them to be pillars of personal freedom. You have continued to sink down this abyss from level to level into incest has spread amongst you in the face of which neither your sense of honor nor your laws object. Who can forget your President Clinton's immoral acts committed in the official Oval Office? After that, you did not even bring him to account, other than that he made a mistake, after which everything passed with no punishment. Is there a worse kind of event for which your name will go down in history and remembered by nations. So again, he kind of has a point here. <laughs> it's a little bit hard to argue against his point here, but he goes on. He says, you are a nation that permits gambling in its all forms. The companies practicing this as well, uh, resulting in the investments becoming active as the criminals become rich. You are a nation that exploits women like consumer products or advertising tools calling upon customers to purchase them. You use women to serve passengers and visitors and strangers to increase your profit margin. You then rant that you support the liberation of women. <laughs> yeah, we've actually talked a little bit about that, but anyway, you are a nation that practices the trade of sex in all of its forms, uh, directly and indirectly. Giant corporations and establishments are established on this under the name of art, entertainment, tourism, and freedom, and other deceptive names you attribute to it. And 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 from here, he 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 then goes into a rant about a number of conspiracy theories and, and definitely a rant against uh, capitalism. But he says, your policy on prohibiting and forcibly removing weapons of mass destruction to ensure world peace, it only applies to those countries which you do not permit to uh, uh, possess such weapons. As for the countries you consent to, such as Israel, then they are allowed to keep and use such weapons to defend their security. Anyone else who you suspect might be manufacturing or keeping these kinds of weapons, you call them criminals and you take military action against them. Yeah. <laughs> Shame on us for trying to keep nukes out of the hands of madmen. <laughs> wow. But he says, what we call you to thirdly is to take an honest stance within yourselves. And I doubt you will do so. He says, to discover that you are a nation without principles or manners and that the values and principles you are uh, to, to you are something which uh, you merely demand from others, nor that which you yourself must adhere to. We also advise you to stop supporting Israel and to end your support of the Indians of Kashmir, the Russians against the Chechens, and, all, and also cease supporting the um, 
militia, militia government against the Muslims in southern uh, Philippines. We also advise you pack your luggage and get out of our lands. We desire for your goodness, guidance, and righteousness, so you do not force us to send you back as cargo in coffins. Sixthly, we are uh, we call upon you to end your support for the corrupt leaders in our countries. Do not interfere in our politics and method of education. Leave us alone or else expect us in New York and Washington. We also call you to to deal with us and interact with us on the basis of mutual interests and benefits rather than the policies of subdual theft and occupation and not to continue your policy of supporting the Jews because this will result in more disaster for you. If you fail to respond to all these conditions, then prepare for fight with Islamic nation, the Islamic of uh, monotheism, the nation of monotheism that puts complete trust in Allah and fears none other than him. The nation which is addressed by its Quran with the words, do you fear them? Allah has more right than you should fear him if you are believers. Fight against them so that Allah will punish them by their hands and disgrace them and give you victory over them. Deal the breasts of believing people and remove the anger of their believer's heart. Allah accepts the repentance of whom he wills. Allah is all-knowing, all-wise, as from the Quran 9.13.1. He, he quotes several other passages here, and then he ends with this. The Islamic nation that was able to dismiss and destroy the previous evil empires like yourself, the nation that rejects your attacks, which wishes to remove your evils and is prepared to fight you, you are well aware that the Islamic nation, from the very core of its soul, despises your haughtiness and arrogance. If the Americans refuse to listen to our advice and the goodness, guidance, and righteousness that we call them to, then be aware that you will lose this crusade Bush began, just like the other previous crusades in which you were humiliated by the hands of the Mahadajin. What fleeing to your home in great silence and disgrace. If the Americans do not respond, then their fate will be that of the Soviets who fled from Afghanistan to deal with their military defeat, political breakup, ideological downfall, and economic bankruptcy. This is our message to the Americans as an answer to theirs. Do they know, do they now know why we fight them and over which form of ignorance by the permission of Allah, we shall be victorious. Victorious. That's that's his letter, and I I felt like this was a real interesting letter that Bin Laden wrote, and I and I think it gives us even more insight into how these Shiite Mus- Muslims think. These are are not reasonable, rational people. The the these these um, people of Hamas and, and and others. These these are just not reasonable, rational people. They are deceived and dangerous people. And I, th- I think we need to think about them in that way, not something where, where we can say, oh, well, you know, a, a two-state solution, you know, is the answer to that. That's absolutely ridiculous. That You can just read this letter right here and you can see just how delusional they really are um, and how deceived they really are. 
and we can pray for them, but they, but their, their thinking is entirely different than yours. And you, you may agree with that. You may disagree with it. I would love to hear your insight on it, especially after hearing this letter. And of course you can always do that at uncommonsensepodcast.com. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is a production of Organized Communications.